calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On Mayday, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to Mayday wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening. I have been asked to tell you that the following recording is very scary, with stuff that might give your kids nightmares. Are you reading your notes or a book of carpet samples? Anyway, hello. Anyone who might be listening. Uh, it's Judith and Owen again. We're still combing through so many audio files. So many. I know way too much about your life now. I'm gonna have to kill you after this. You know that, right? Not if something paranormal does it first. Eh, good enough. Anyways, uh, I've been going through the recordings this week, and I found a few that might be of interest, so we're going to give them a listen. Uh, I'll admit, I haven't really played them back in full yet, because just, I don't know, I've been kind of lazy with the editing. What? It's tedious. Yeah, there were like seven of them that were just the sound of you guys painting a wall. I think the only thing more boring than watching paint dry is listening to it. We kind of had a habit of turning on the recorder and just hoping the magic would happen. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, let's get to the first relevant file. I think the best place to start is the one labeled Basement 1. You know, Claire, we have to go down there. Yeah, I know. Just... Okay, give me a second. It's just really dark and creepy down there. Well, yeah, but we have to actually look around the basement. Besides, if it really is a man cave, I think you're overdue to start your new life as a suburban dad. Did you know that you have a weird fetish about, like, facing things head-on? Oh, that's not my only fetish. <laughs> okay, do you have a flashlight in case the rest of the lights don't work? Because I got mine. Yeah, no kidding. That thing could break through drywall. Yeah, it's heavy duty. It's heavy. That thing weighs, like, ten pounds. I have, uh... An itty-bitty book light, by the looks of it. It's fine. It, it works. See? 
light. I'm just saying, a nice solid flashlight is, it's a good investment. Oh, thanks Adam. Anyways, hi again and welcome back to, yes, In My Basement. Today we're heading into the basement to fully explore its hidden depths, by which I mean we finally got the lights working on the stairs. Yeah, we haven't really been down there yet. The actual basement lights are still in the fritz and we haven't figured out if it's a wiring thing or if it's just the bulbs. Um, either way, I've been avoiding it because I don't know, do I really need a reason to avoid a spooky basement? Uh, and plus I've had other stuff to deal with. Yeah, like uh, going to the hardware store because we've done that 400 times recently and uh, straining your neck on my futon, which I'm honestly sorry about. Claire's been sleeping on my couch while we get this place livable. I swear I'll be out of your hair soon enough. It's just, I don't know, it feels weird moving in here all of a sudden. It's too much change all at the same time. Besides, it's still full of all this old furniture and like, what if they died here? Like in the basement or just in the house in general? Does it make a difference? Yeah, good point. But honestly, it's cool, I get it. Just my only request is please be better about washing your dishes. I keep finding mugs everywhere with a thin layer of coffee in the bottom. I found a mug in the shower. Why was there a mug in the shower? I needed to take a shower, but I didn't want my coffee to get cold. And? And that's it. Shower coffee. Okay, that makes sense. Anyways, today we take a good look at the basement of Claire's house. There is an exterior padlock on the door, which is weird, but this place is old and it's already super weird, so maybe it's just a holdover from the original build. The door itself isn't locked, it's just hanging off the latch, so whatever. Or maybe the basement is filled with monsters. Maybe it's where they keep their eldritch horrors. Also an option, an unlikely one, but still more possible than I think in this house. All right, so is baby's first flashlight ready to go? Hey, stop ragging on my light. Let's just go. Whew, this place is chilly. Yeah, it is way colder down here. Okay, well, it doesn't look like a man cave, although it does look like an actual cave. Maybe it was just used for storage? I mean, I guess my grandfather used to store everything in his basement. Well, mostly just canned tomatoes and his really bad homemade wine. Apparently, you can make wine out of whatever you find in your garden. Who knew? I sure didn't. But seriously, it smells weird down here. Yeah, it's like, it's not musty per se. But it smells like dirt. Well, the floor is concrete. Um, maybe something rotted down here? Mm, maybe. Hope not. Okay, uh, here's the lay of the land. The basement seems to span the entire floor plan of the house, and there's a few rooms around the perimeter. Yeah, there are three rooms. Two have doors. One just looks like a storage closet or something. Um, there's some empty shelves in there, and... Oh! The light works! Yeah, but the one in the main area doesn't seem to, so... I don't know, maybe it's just the bulb. Yeah. Okay, so in room one, we've got a bunch of old books, um, stacks of National Geographic, a couple of cooking pots. I think it's a Dutch oven. Hmm. Gross. Just kind of looks like a bunch of junk. Yeah, we can just go through this later. Oh, I'm cold. Should have worn a sweater down here. Yeah. Hmm. What? The other door is closed. Okay. Yeah, okay. 
So we just, we'll just open it. God, how many creepy doors does this place have? Do you want to do the honors? No. Do you want me to look? No. No, it's fine. It's my place. I'm not afraid of a closed door. Okay. Right, so I'm just, I'm just going to open it. Yep. Yeah, so just, just right now. Yep, that's, uh, that's what you're going to do. Just uh, o- opening the door now. Claire, just, just open the door. It's freezing in here. Yeah. Crap, my flashlight is starting to cut out. Stupid cheap batteries. That's your fault for bringing subpar equipment, but... See? Uh, mine's still working. Mostly. Well, mine's not working, so I'm just gonna stick close to you. This room smells like... wet wood. Oh god, I hope a joist isn't rotting or something. I think this room is empty... No, what? There's some rings on the wall. I guess something was hanging here at one point? It's either that or... Oh god, maybe this is where the terrifying creatures who live down here were chained up. I still think you're overreacting, but... You know what? Yeah, I I also don't like this. I mean, it was probably used to hang things like... I don't know, salami or something. Yeah, made of human flesh. Okay, you need to stop talking. (sighs) Okay, um... Well, I think we should just go back upstairs. I'm freezing, and there doesn't appear to be a light in this room. Um, and I'm going to be fully honest, I don't like being down here, because it feels just really eerie. Judith, did you feel that? Feel what? Something touched me. Something touched me on the back of my leg. Oh my god. I think I hear breathing. Ah, Judith, did you scratch my neck? What are you talking about? Something just caught me back there. Okay. Okay, let's just head back upstairs and... Oh, Jesus Christ, run! (sighs) Okay. What the hell was that? It, uh... I think... I think it was a raccoon? Hang on, what? It was... It was a raccoon. There's a raccoon in the basement. God, it must have gotten in through that broken window before you blocked it. Oh my god. Are you shitting me? <laughs> oh my god, this house is literally filled with wildlife. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, I I need to lie down. Um and then call animal control. On the upside, my flashlight started working again. Can you just take a look at my neck? I think I just got a scratch across the back of it. Weird. Yeah, I felt something like touch me, but I thought it was you. But yeah, something down there put a neat little slice in there. I seriously hope it wasn't that raccoon. I don't need to get like a million rabies shots. But like, like, I don't, I don't think it could have been the raccoon, but like, I don't know. Um, here, I'll go get some soap and band-aids. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. When was that recording from? About two, three weeks after she got possession of the house. To be fair, once the raccoon jumped us, we kind of just lost track of the day and everything else that happened prior to that was forgotten. We did get the raccoon out, though. In contrast to everything else, that was actually highly uneventful. The guy just told us it was really cold down there. All right, hold up. I'm just going to come in the booth. Sick of talk back? Yep. Hey, uh, random question, but how's your neck? Uh, it's fine. But it wasn't the raccoon. There's, there's no way it could have gotten that high. Are you sure? Well, yeah, I mean, and this is going to sound kind of weird, but it felt like a hand, and not like little spooky raccoon hands, but I don't know. I thought it was maybe Claire in the confusion, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think that anymore. And this sounds bonkers, but something didn't want us in that basement. I mean, it doesn't sound like it was too welcoming in the first place. That room felt weird, though. Like, it just, it was, it was almost like it was too dark. Okay, uh, can you explain? Uh, I don't know. It was like, it's like walking into a cave, except that it didn't feel like normal dark. It felt like thick dark, just wrong. And maybe it's just hindsight, and maybe I'm just projecting because of everything else that's happened, but going in there, it felt like walking into, like, a cell or someplace where something horrible was kept. But it's weird because we went down there a few more times over the next week after animal control came by, and it was kind of uneventful. It was just cold and dark. It just sort of became a dumping ground for everything Claire didn't want to keep upstairs. Huh. I wonder what's down there. The only interesting thing that I noticed was those notebooks, and they're weird. Some of them had actual diary entries from what I remember when I flipped through a few, but there was like odd notations and symbols and sigils and stuff in other languages. And we found them in a few shelves in the house, but there was at least four in the basement, all bound in this thin leather. And I don't know, I read through them, but just trying to figure them out gave me a headache. But Claire just kept reading them and reading them. Well, if you still have one, they might be worth taking a look. I don't know, they're still at the house. Claire got just really into them. But I don't know. I want to track one down. Uh... Can you pull up the file from September 19th? I know she was recording some stuff on her own, and I listened to the start of a few of them, but there were just a bunch I filed away for eventually editing. But I just got in here. All right, but I am setting up my app so I don't have to be at the boards. Uh, Yes, this should be the right one. Doesn't look like anyone's opened it since it was uploaded. All right, hopefully there's something in there of note. So, hey, everybody listening, one of whom is probably Judith. Hey, Judes, still at it. Hope you're proud. Um, anyway, so welcome to the audio diary of home renovator extraordinaire, Claire Sturback. I'm, um, I'm taking the week off work because, one, I have to use up my vacation days, and two, I am exhausted, and I think I might be getting sick... I don't know. I I keep getting these headaches and dizzy spells, and I just really haven't been sleeping well. Honestly, with my luck, I probably have, like, lead poisoning or something. Oh, God. What if these pipes have lead in them? Uh, If Judith tries to convince me to repair them myself, I will freak out. But even she's not that determined. That is too far. I hope. 
So anyway, uh, we found a bunch of notebooks around the house. I guess Hugh and Minnie were the ones writing in them. Some of them are like diary entries. Um, I've been reading through them to find out stuff about them. Like, there's some bits and pieces about their friends and neighbors, some things about a few groups they took part in. Yoga classes, artist communes, whatever. There's a few names, so I'll probably look them up to see if these people are, like, alive. Uh, it's kind of bleak. But, uh... Oh, so there's a bunch of bits about inner peace and how to use crystals. I think I even found a green juice recipe. But... There's a lot more stuff that's way stranger. Some things even feel like they've been written in code. Notes that are just a bunch of numbers or maybe a series of words which are probably Latin. I translated a few, but most of them don't make any sense. There's also stuff in other languages aside from Latin. I don't know, it's funny. The notebooks, they're so obscure and honestly kind of boring, but I can't get them out of my head. They don't make sense, but at the same time it's like, it's like when you can hear the tune of a song in your head, but you can't remember the lyrics. I don't know. I'm a little on edge lately. <laughs> I had a dream recently that something was scratching and trying to crawl up from underneath the floorboards. Like it's probably just rats. Just rats. Rats in my brain. Anyway, so today I'm finally going to get rid of all the crap in these upstairs bedrooms. Um, when I moved in, the closets were like, full of clothes that smelled like mothballs and sandalwood. I took over the master bedroom and sort of just shoved everything from there into the spare room and left it alone. But hey, I've got a bunch of trash bags and a lot of caffeine running through my veins, so let's get this crap out of my house. Oh god, please tell me that's not another raccoon. Goddamn trash pandas! If you want the basement, you can have it, okay? Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Uh, crap in the bedrooms and also those diaries or journals or whatever. There's some bizarre stuff in here. I probably shouldn't read this aloud because I've seen Evil Dead, but I don't know. For those out there with an interest in demons and demon lore, maybe this will interest you. Here is a passage from the spooky poetry books of Minnie and Hugh, my uh, apparently occultist boho grandparents. From my body take, from my spirit wake, from my blood be born, from my essence take. Of the spirit willing, of the flesh be weak, I give you my body. I command you, speak. Whew, well, that actually sounded way more sexual than I wanted it to. Um, Judith, if you're listening, just delete that. Is this their poetry? God, this really is a bad poetry cult house. What the? Hello? I told you to stay in the basement, raccoon. Um, if you don't bother me, I, I, I won't bother you. Okay, um, and if anyone's here, I have a knife and I will use it. Okay. Please be nothing. Please be nothing. Please be nothing. Oh, what the? F a bottle broke? What is it? Oh. Ugh, it smells terrible. Jesus. Holy just what? Oh. oh my god. Oh my god, okay. Okay, okay, shit. 
Where's my phone? Oh my god, okay. Where is it? Oh my god. Hello, Claire. Holy shit. Holy shit. Was that another person? I don't know. I... I don't know. I never heard that before. It's like the first recording. What the hell happened? I don't know. Okay, that must have been... It must have been earlier in the day because I got there in the afternoon. And that's... That's the other recording from that day. So... I need you to play the later one. I think... I think this explains why she was acting the way that she was. Jude, I don't like where this is going. Hello everyone, Judith here for Yes, In My Backyard. And uh, I'm walking up to our favorite Parkdale haunt to meet Claire for some invigorating floor sanding. Oh, it is an obscenely hot day in late September and the air conditioning at this place is not operational, so I've brought along supplies, so just like a million liters of water because I'm still not fully convinced that the pipes are safe, and a bag of ice. And I'm sure this will help for about five minutes before we both sweat to death. I'm pretty sure Claire has some beer kicking around still, and I think there's no CPO around here? Hey Claire, I brought ice. Do you want me to do a beer run or snack run, or do you want to just give up on this and go for a jog? Stop. Just stop. Claire? I don't know what you think you're doing here. I'm so sick of this. You need to stop. Just leave me alone. What are you talking about? You called me, Claire. You left the message. I, I played you the voicemail. That's you. Well, I don't, I don't remember calling. Well, then something is seriously wrong. You said that some, someone is in your house with you, and you said someone was coming for you. Of course I showed up. I, I came as soon as I got the voicemail. And I told you I didn't call you. I don't know what you're talking about, but just stop lying to me. What? Come on, Claire. This is so incredibly unfair. You can't just call me in in a fright and tell me to get out. You just you just get to decide that our relationship is over? You, you don't just get to walk away without talking to me, without giving me a chance. Yes, I do. Oh, sure. So what? You'll just keep running away, and, and then you'll just... Call me randomly in an absolute panic and then, then lambast me for, for caring about you? And if anything gets hard for two seconds, you'll just run away. And is that a cigarette? I thought you hadn't smoked in years. Besides, you know I'm very sensitive to smoke, both cigarette and vape. Screw you. Hey, what the hell is going on? Judith, hi. Thank God you're here. Claire has gone bananas. I have not. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on? Claire, are you okay? And why are you smoking? You haven't smoked since we were like 17 years old. Are those clove cigarettes? Shut up, Judith. I can't deal with this right now. I give up. Maybe she'll listen to you. Okay, I usually don't want to be on Team Adam here, so I'm going to need you to work with me. So hang on. Are you bleeding? There's broken glass everywhere. This place smells like wet garbage. Can I just take a look at your hand? Don't touch me! Just leave me alone, both of you! Do you see what I'm talking about? Um, shut up. Okay, no one's gonna touch you, but can we sit down in another room that's not covered in broken glass and doesn't smell like a swamp fart? Yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I just... I don't... I don't feel well. That cigarette isn't going to help. <laughs> this is so not the time. 
Don't touch me. I'm fine. It's coming. What? Who's coming? Claire? Is it just me, or is it really cold in here? Ow, oh, oh, sh- shoot, God. Judith, can, can you help me find a broom or something? Oh, God, I think a piece of glass got under my skin. This is definitely going to become infected. Yeah, well, whatever. Claire. Claire, can you please, can you please look at me? I think she's running a fever. Her skin is so hot. She has come home. What are you talking about? This could be a side effect of the- Shut up, Adam. Claire, oh my, oh my God. Okay, uh, okay, just don't, I need you to not be standing there, Adam, and just, can you get a glass of water or something or- Judith, Judith, what's happening? I feel awful. Am I bleeding? Oh my God, look at my hand. It's okay, it's okay. Oh, wow. That's a lot more blood than I thought. Are you kidding me right now? He's not good with blood. We better help. Okay, no, you stay here. Here's a clean towel for your hand. and Just keep pressure on it while I call for an ambulance or a cab. I think it costs money to call for an ambulance right now, so I might just call the cab. You can't help leave. Claire? Judith, I feel like my... Like my whole body wants to throw up. Okay, it's it's okay. It's okay. Let's let's get this cleaned up. And Adam, I need you to get up right now because I, I need your help getting her out of here. What 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 happened? Oh my God, Claire, you're bleeding. Oh my God. You know he fainted like three more times, right? <laughs> like one of those videos of the goats that pass out? Yeah, Adam is apparently no good in a bad situation. <laughs> so uh, so what happened with Claire? Well, we, uh, we took a cab to the emergency room, and she got a couple of small stitches in her hand. It wasn't that bad, but she had no memory of what happened leading up to that. She just thought that maybe she slipped and banged her head. But, I don't know, she didn't have any other signs of a concussion, so we just we just went home. And by the time we got back, the weird smell was gone. You said it smelled like a swamp, right? Yeah, it reminded me of being around rotting wood. Why? Uh, I don't know, but something about that bugs me more than it should. Hmm. So now what? I don't think you're going to like it. Uh, you've got that look on your face. I don't like that look. Owen? Please don't say what I think you're going to say. We have to go to the house and get those books. I noticed that you said we. Okay, well, I will go to the house, and then if I survive, you can listen to me recount my haunted house story. Okay, yeah, right. I'm almost 100% going to regret this, but I'm coming with you. It's fine. What if there's another raccoon or a spirit with sharp fingernails, except for this time she goes for the eyes? Well... I'm already frightened, so thanks for making it worse. Sorry, sorry, but, uh, yeah, if you want a second person... Normally I'd say no, but this is kind of extenuating circumstances. Okay, I'm just scared. There we go. So, what are you thinking? Tomorrow night. Oh, okay. I'm gonna regret this, aren't I? Honestly, I think we both will. 
Oakdale Haunt is an original podcast created and written by Alex Nursall and Emily Kellogg, directed and produced by Alex Nursall, engineering and sound design by Ian Bodie, theme music by Phil Wright, recorded at Pirate Sound. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Parkdale Haunt. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Parkdale Haunt. Get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Parkdale Haunt. Link, transcripts, and more are available at parkdalehaunt.com. Featuring the voices of Emily Kellogg, Alex Nursall, Ian Bodie, and Carson Pinch. 